Ian. Dave. How are you doing, buddy? I am great. How are you? Wonderful, because we have a guest. Jessica Ray is joining us on the show. Jessica, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. How are you guys? Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to say, like, just from... Uh, just right off the hop, I think I'm already planning like the second episode that you're going to be on because <laughs> I think we have so much stuff to talk to you about. You sure. originally came into our view, I think just from weird car Twitter from us having a bunch of mutuals that we could probably. probably trace back to like Victoria Scott and Sid from one hell of a town and just this weird car Twitter community. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, we definitely wanted to have you on the show for a while now. Uh, you are you are a digital producer with MotorWeek, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that. So the way that I explain it to people is that I don't particularly like work directly on the show. I deal with everything MotorWeek that's on the internet. So okay. it's kind of my job to um, manage all of that. I would say like 95% of it is me. If you see something related to MotorWeek that is on the interwebs, I had something to do with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's amazing because there's tons of MotorWeek stuff on the internet. Yeah. We try. We try, you know, especially as um, it's such a, a staple in the automotive community. I mean, truly is. Um, but everything has to evolve and media evolves. And we, you know, being PBS, we want to make sure that, you know, MotorWeek gets to as many uh, screens as possible and as many eyeballs see it as possible. So um, the internet's been kind of amazing introducing the show to people who never, you know, had such like a, that nostalgic um, experience with it as a kid watching it on PBS. But now you can watch Motor Week anytime, anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so it, it's always interesting when like something so institutional, like keeps up with the times, right? Like mm -hmm. you're, you're not the publishing industry, like you or the music industry, like you, like Motor Week has modernized and been able to kind of keep up with the times. Like, have there been any growing pains or kind of like culture shift at Motor Week? Um, I mean, um, I think it's just there's a lot of people doing what we do now. I mean, sure. that's a big part of it, right? Um, we it, it's so funny because we have this big archive of Motor Week like tapes of physical media. I mean, it's a very large room where these are all just sitting there. And there's been times where I've like been bored and I comb through the tapes and you're looking at them and they're from, you know, the, the 90s or the early 2000s. And even just like talking with some of my bosses, it's like once upon a time, we were the only people who went on a press event and brought a camera, right? Now, everyone goes on a press event. Sure. Everyone brings a camera, even if you are mostly a written um, publication, people still bring cameras and are doing video reviews. Um, so that's part of it. Now there's like competition, I should say, but we're still an outlier in that um, we're PBS and we're public service. Uh, we have no ads, right, on any of our um, content. It's all free. Um, so there's, there's that. But that's definitely, I think, the biggest thing now um, is just like 
timeliness, right? With like first drives, everybody's got to get the first drive up right. the minute the embargo lifts, right? Um, and and so like when we do our full reviews of a vehicle, right? Um, it might take like two months for from the time we have a car in for testing to when we can that that review actually airs on television. So that's part of it too. Like we're a little bit delayed, so that doesn't help us. And that's kind in my in my view with being the digital person. Like, ah, it's a little <laughs> <Right>. bit painful. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, the immediate the immediacy, right? Everybody like, yeah. wants that. Like, well, what you know? Why hasn't Motor Week tested this? Well, it's because like it'll air next month. <laughs> right, right. And you're not going to scoop yourself with <laughs> right. by posting it on the internet first. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's yeah. just like we have a whole MotorWeek is a well-oiled machine. I mean, these are people who have been doing this show for 40 plus years. Right. So even like we can't really scoop ourselves because of the way that our workflow is. Like mm. we're just change, 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 change. Like it's just um, it's pretty amazing, actually, the way that they've just got things down and have been doing it pretty much the same way for God, 30 plus years. Yeah. And I think we should mention, we should probably take a step back too. Cause like for anyone who's like too young or doesn't is yeah. unfamiliar, like if you wanted to watch like cars, anything about cars on television, when we were growing up, Motorik was it. This is like mm-hmm. pre top gear. Oh yeah. Certainly pre. You mm, know, not pre top gear. Well, pre top gear in the U S in the U S yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Um, yes. We started in 1981. So, uh, 40, we're on our 40, 43rd season. That's amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and it and it's so funny too how cyclical it is, like how I think like the the appetite for car like content, if you can excuse that awful <laughs> word for me, uh I think has like kind of come around full circle a little bit, where like I think when new top gear kind of came out in like the early 2000s everyone was like oh well this is we need more like personality and narrative and stuff like that and now i feel like that snake has sort of eaten its own tail where like you have like vloggers who that's all they have to offer and there's no like actual information i mean guilty uh, <laughs> but like now like you watch one of those old motor weeks and it's like kind of like refreshing you oh, know like yeah. oh they're, I'm going to give you a deadpan delivery and then show you a clip of somebody just utterly abusing a car in a slalom. <laughs> You're also talking to people that like miss Google reader, right? Yeah. And like miss like succinct delivery of information, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like, I, I don't know, like mm-hmm. I'm nostalgic for those eras, right? A little bit. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of, uh, you know, and, and. I don't want to disparage any other, no, yeah, you know, content that's out there on the web. That's but, why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of people who who their thing is they'll give you a like 30 minute overview on a car, mm-hmm. 30 minutes long, and some of that stuff is very very good, and maybe that's what you're looking for in a car. But there's a lot of people who who they don't need to know all of the you know, teeny, teeniest of tiniest details. They just want to know the basics. What's the most important information? And that's what Motor Week has always been about. You know, our reviews have never been more than seven minutes long. Um, okay. Even in the, they were, they were a little bit longer back in the day. They were, we kind of fit somewhere around five to six minutes for our full reviews. 
Um, but we've just always, our goal has always been, you know, to be just um, succinct about it. And, um, and I think there's a lot of people who appreciate it and it's just more digestible. You know, you can learn so much more about so many more cars in a short period of time, yeah. um, which, you know, we're meant really meant to be kind of like a car buying resource. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, I'm, I, that's one of the things I, I think I'm really proud of that we've kept. That's been like a really core tenant of the show and we continue that today. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's amazing though, that like over you, the voice has stayed remarkably similar. Like, as you said, over 40 years and all around you, all of these other like lanes have sort of opened up and you guys have kind of just occupied that one and, but done it well. Like it's been, it's pretty cool to see. I also like how, like, if you go back to say like the early nineties, the late eighties, right. If you like, if you watch a movie from that time, the opening credits might take like 12 minutes or something, (laughs) right? Like people just had time and Mm -hmm. like things were so much like they were just so elongated. And then like motor week, just bam. Like you said, like when you guys were doing a long thing, it was like six to seven minutes. Like you guys, man, like this is a long one for us. How long is it? Seven minutes. Oh my God. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, it, it's funny you mentioned that too, because um, one of the things John will say when we do, when we kind of like do retrospectives and look back um, on the past, is is like how editing the show has changed. Um, which like we used to have, have these like long drives where like the car, like thirty seconds, and then we'd hold on the exterior, like a rear yeah. quarter of a vehicle for like. Uh, for like a solid 10 seconds <laughs> and so much so that we had to like turn the blinkers on to make it interesting. Right. Like, okay. um, but now we like the, everything is just much more faster, every more fast paced where we do like way more cuts. Um, so it's really interesting to see how like the format pretty much has remained unchanged, but like the, the, um, the face of it has, has changed just slightly. Yeah. Well, part of it was part of that. Just the technical thing of like having to edit tape was just, it's harder to do cuts when you're editing tape. I think it was just, I mean, if you just a style thing, I think it's just a style, right? Like, like uh, Dave mentioned it's, it's, it's all like, um, like when you watch an old movie, everything Mm -hmm. is, is longer. Everything is longer. Um, And now, but now we also have like, more technology we have sliders and gimbals and all sorts of cool stuff so we can like put movement in a shot instead of like just sticking it on a tripod and like grabbing a shot of something so um yeah part of it's big style and like now people you people want like fast cuts right it doesn't keep their attention otherwise so yeah, I'm glad we've we've I'm glad we have adjusted with the times with that. <laughs> yeah, I've checked my email four times since we started talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I do want to call back to the giant archive room that you have because sure. I think I speak for both of us in saying we want to go to there. <laughs> like, oh, like that, that is it's blowing my mind that we just walk into a room and like the entirety of Motor Week is there. Yeah. It's not very pretty. Um, it's in a basement. That makes it better. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's it's it is a very. Um, you have to keep in mind. Let's see. For the most part, until oh God, COVID. I think COVID time, we mastered everything on some sort of physical media. So every oh. episode was mastered on 
either film, tape, or disc. Wow. Okay. So there's also other parts of the building where other things live as well, but a majority <laughs> of it is down in what I what we call the Motor Week archives. And um, so we have film reel from like the first uh, six seasons, I think, were shot like on film. And then they eventually went to uh, uh, beta tapes, which are, I guess, the the consumer version is a VCR, uh, mm -hmm. VHS tape. Um, but this is the commercial version is a beta. Then we went to digi beta, which is the same thing, but a little bit more digital. And then we mastered on digi beta, which I mean, is a, is a physical tape until season 29. So wow. that would have been like 2009 ish. So yeah. like the, around the digital, around the time that everyone went digital, that's when we went digital. And, um, so our retro reviews, which we we um, post old reviews of of uh, Motor Week road tests on our YouTube channel uh, every Thursday and Sunday. Um, we actually, when you have to digitize one of those tapes, you do it in real time. So the right. episode's twenty six yeah. minutes. It takes twenty six minutes to <laughs> digitize that. So there are twenty nine seasons of Motor Week that have to be digitized in real time. So that has been a, a very cool, um, but a very long journey for us to really save all that media. Cause it's degrading. Like as yeah. we speak, tape yeah. just tape rot. Yep. Yeah. It just, it just like it delaminates like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Have, yeah. have, have has there been stuff that like you have, you have had to have like send out to restoration shops or anything like that, like so to the, bake or yeah. So the, the cool thing is, um, especially with the DigiBeta, is that we have like readers. Okay. At MPT Maryland Public Television, which is where Boda Week is produced. Um, actually, like all of our editing suites upstairs. Um, when I used to be uh, an editor, because um, I used to work in local programming. All of the suites have DigiBeta and Beta uh, readers there. Hmm. So we have the equipment and um, we actually have a guy who, uh, his name's Ben Davis, and he worked for Motor Week for, gosh, uh, must have been like a decade or two. And um, he now lives down in South Carolina. He's got his own reader and uh, he takes the tapes and he digitizes them. Okay. Slowly but surely. Okay. So yeah, That's we do, great. everything has been done in-house. So we have not like paid. We we've been very fortunate to not have to pay some sort of like outside um, entity to to digitize everything, which that would be incredibly costly. It would yeah. have we would have never been able to do it. Right, right. That's a, that's amazing. Like it's just like it putting for, the effort into it, like just to preserve it is yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Do you have a do you have a favorite of the old reviews or or something that was like surprising to you? That like maybe a car that isn't fondly remembered or something like that. Um, I really liked like some of the uh, very cheesy stuff that we used to do. Mm -hmm. Like like there's a couple skits that we've done. <laughs> um, like there's like I this. Don't remember the skits? There's like a yeah. shootout we did with like a Mustang, a Camaro, and something else. Like three car shootout we did. And it like starts with all of them pulling up to like 
a restaurant and like talking crap to each other oh, about okay. the cars. <laughs> and um, Craig Singhouse was like one of the main guys in that. Um, and Craig was with us for gosh, like yeah, about two decades from the from the uh, from the beginning to um, the early two thousands. And uh, yeah, no, the skits, the very corny stuff we used to do. I love the Yugo um, test that we did where like staff members literally picked up the car and like <laughs> yeah. wheeled it like a wheelbarrow. I've seen that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> nice. So that's my favorite is like just when like people are just being silly. They're like, well, like, let's just do this. You know, that's my favorite. Those are my favorite Motor Week moments. Yeah. That's okay. amazing. Yeah. I, I love like the PBS silliness, right? Like, yeah. Like there's just a special like. Yeah. I don't know. It's so wholesome. Like it's very mm -hmm. like, cause yeah. you just know there's a tote bag just off screen. It's <laughs> going to be okay. Yeah. 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 Right. That's how, that's how PBS is, right? Like if you just sw swung the camera around, Bob Ross would be on the other side. Yeah, right? of course. Right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So, it, um, kind of it wanted to dig into like some of the nostalgia bits with you, because I think that, um, from, for anybody who is not following you on Twitter, they definitely should. Um, we'll put a link to your Twitter bio uh, awesome. in the description, obviously. But I think that there are two kind of subjects that um, that you tweet about every now and then uh, that kind of like tie into nostalgia. And, and I, I love seeing this stuff come across my feed. So one is your Ford Maverick. Because I feel like <laughs> yeah. that there's like a very kind of nostalgia twist to your Ford Maverick. Like, can you talk to us about like the whole decision making process and all of that for a Ford Maverick? Yeah. So um, I have never bought a new car before. I should say that I I've only owned used cars. This will be my first new car purchase. Um, but when the Maverick came out. A um, lot of buzz around it being like this hybrid under $20,000. And that was like, to me, was like the hugest factor in my, it totally piqued my interest. And so we tested it, gosh, um, it was a while ago now, because it came out in 21 for the, it came out in 21 for the 21 model year. So yeah, we, I mean, we tested it a long time ago anyway. So, um, and we gave it our car of the year. It was the motor week car of the year. Wow. Okay. John Davis loved it. Um, you know, and I, it just, I was like, Whoa, okay, this is cool. I drove it. I was like, okay, I can, I can live with this. And, um, I haven't driven the hybrid though, which is the one thing I've only driven the EcoBoost. So, um, but I'm, I, it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what did you, what did you order the hybrid? So I have the hybrid on order and um, I kind of decided really the big, a, a huge deciding factor other than the price was just like the way that car uh, shopping was in like 21 in 2021, just like markups for everything. Yeah, I drive a 2008 Jeep Wrangler. That's my daily driver and um, it has 160,000 miles on it. And I was kind of getting worried that I might have to buy a car because sometimes that thing scares me. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, a check engine light or something or whatever. Um, so I was like, a Maverick seems perfect. The wait times are kind of long, so I don't need to buy this car now. And if I wait over a year or something, I can get it for MSRP. <laughs> okay. 
And because, you know, I'm I'm not paying a markup on a car. I'm just I'm not doing that. Yeah. And um, so I kind of made the decision like spring of 22. I was like, I'm going to buy. I'm going to get a Maverick. I'm going to order a Maverick, I should say. And um, so when the order books opened in July of. I think it was July. I think I ordered in July, July of 22, maybe September. I forget which. In the summer the of 2022, it's yeah. been for it's been literally forever. Um, I put in an order for a uh, Ford Maverick hybrid and the base trim, with the only option being Copilot 360 and a trailer hitch. Okay, and that is it. Nice, yeah. So, and it's been over a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to and then I had to reorder it what? in. And then I had, you had to, no, maybe that I, so I ordered it in September, 22. I had to reorder it in July. Okay. Um, because the model year, it was like, we don't know if it's going to be built in 23. Uh, we need you to reorder it for 24. Just in case it's not built at the end of 23. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and so I finally got, uh, I reordered it and then I finally got a build date and it's being built as we speak right now. <sighs> That's so awesome. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, so you're yeah. going to get it by the end of the calendar year, maybe? Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, it'll probably take a week or two to build. And then it, it's built in Mexico. So it it will be a little bit before it makes its way up here um, mm-hmm. to the mid-Atlantic. But I'm guesstimating four to six weeks. So, but then like holidays are coming right. up. So I'm... It might be here by before the end of the year, but I'm also like, you know, flexible. I don't need it immediately. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Like I'm a huge Venture Brothers fan and like mm. they took forever to put out a season. I, I was just comfortable living in a world where I knew one was going to come eventually. Right. right? And I feel like like that about like you're there with your Maverick, like you're OK. Like you just know it is going to happen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They've got right. my order in there. I mean, I've got a window sticker. So um, I've got to yeah. talk to, you know, I do want to like call the dealership and uh, when it, when it gets shipped to just kind of like square things off with them. Um, I don't know if you guys know, just like four dealers have just been pretty notorious for being horrible about this entire process for, for Maverick yeah, owners. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Well, so I specifically like, I actually picked a dealer that it's two hours from me. Oh, like it's okay. back in my back in my hometown where I grew up. And um, because I know um, the finance guy there, he and I went to high school together. And so I reached out to him before I placed the order. And I said, oh, I, I, I heard your dealership is not marking up custom orders. Is that true? He said, yes, we, we don't mark up custom orders um, here because that's what was happening. People would go to a Ford dealer, order it. It'd be built get to the dealer and $3,000 ADM, oh, you know? What? Yeah. Oh, Ford, ha- okay. Ford had to like crack down on like um, IDs originally. So this is kind of interesting. I ordered a model year t- 23. And so what they, what they did was, and this is why I, I had to like, um, they didn't immediate, immediately trigger a rollover. I had to go and roll it over my, myself is because dealers would just like order a bunch and mm. like to no one's name. 
okay. hoping that they would get a ton of Mavericks that they could sell at a $10,000 markup. Right. The Taylor and Swift tickets of the automotive world. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, okay. I saw, this is like a year or something ago, somebody bought a first edition Maverick. So it's like the rapid red or something with the cool decal for like $50,000. 50? Okay. Yeah, that's like yeah. double. <laughs> well, like MSRP, like a loaded, a loaded first edition MSRP, like 38 or something. Okay, and they spent $50,000 to get that one. That's crazy. That's yeah. nearly a first edition and a base model. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could point. buy two, yeah. you could buy two base Mavericks for that. Yeah, that's crazy. Like yeah. actually kind of, um, uh, uh, optioned out, like yeah, yeah. yeah. It it um. So I had to. So I was very picky about who I sure. wanted um, to be my dealer, and I've had talks with the sales manager. They're they're really cool dudes. They also know what I do for a mm-hmm. living. Like I went on the launch of the new Mustang, and they they were sending me paperwork to sign to like roll over the Maverick, and I was like, <laughs> sorry, this was late, and I sent him a picture of me with like um, a new Mustang GT, like, and he's like. Oh my gosh, I haven't even seen one of those yet, you know. <laughs> That's cool. So I had to I had to showboat that a little bit. Yeah. Well, plus the implication there is like if you screw me over, I'm going to blow up your spot. Like <laughs> like I, I'm going to let people know. Yeah. 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 yeah, I wanted to be nice about it, but just kind of like hint like I know what I'm talking about right. and like I, I, I like I know the tricks. Like yeah. I, I know the tricks. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, for better or worse, you know the yeah. tricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You just need like you need uh, a friend to like go to the dealership with you, and then like as soon as you leave the room, you'd be like, you know, she'll fuck you up, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> did, did, did you pat her down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She has a it's baseball actually, bat. Yeah. It's actually funny because my dad is going to be the one who's going to come with me to help me through. You know. Mm-hmm. bring me to the dealership um but he is probably like more excited than i am about this maverick okay like, he he thinks it's like the coolest little car yeah. um he was even thinking about getting one for him for himself but he he's not in like a point in life where he really needs anything like that um but he's like so excited he bought me last christmas he bought me like this really cute ford sweatshirt like Aww. he's so he's so excited it's um, because dads love a small pickup truck yeah like, yeah, it's the it's just a, it's a thing, right? I guess so. My dad, I love my dad. He's not particularly handy, but um, he, I guess there's just I think there's something that's just charming about the Maverick, you know, and yeah. the price. I think mm-hmm. the price cannot be beat. That that is yeah. you know whatever uh, cool to hybrid whatever twenty under uh, around twenty thousand dollars. Like that's. Huge crazy in today's market yeah for anything with a truck bed right like mm-hmm. we're living in a world of like ninety thousand dollar you know rams mm-hmm. and stuff like that like yeah well, and i think i think small pickups just like look cool oh, in traffic yeah. like i saw an yeah. old chevy love yesterday oh my god and like my a dad light- had one in light blue See, it was a light blue yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was great. And it, like, it looks so cool in modern traffic because you used, like you said, you're used to just right. seeing these behemoths. Yeah. Uh, pickup trucks. Yeah. Uh, it's so much better. Yeah. My first two pickup trucks were Nissan pickup trucks before they even were frontiers. It was the hard body Nissan pickup trucks. Like I, 
like I'm vicariously living through you with your Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do have to say your idea of powder, getting the steel wheels powder coated white. You have to do this. We're setting up a crowdfunding campaign. <laughs> so Jessica can powder coat her wheels because white powder coat coated wheels on those, the Bronco sports, mm-hmm. yeah. all that stuff. I, we're absolutely here for it. Yeah. They look so good. And I'm yeah. I'm thinking, um, you know, we do like a, a, a car care maintenance segment and we film every summer, like a couple months each summer. And I'm like, maybe I'll, I'll be like, hey, can we do a segment on powder coating and like using <laughs> yes. my wheels? That's yes. fantastic As idea. the like model, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's um, Jack Donaghy vertical integration synergy <laughs> right there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, I know they look so good. Right. So good. Yeah. But I got to get bedliner first. It doesn't even have bedliner. Okay. okay. So I've got it. That's, that takes priority because I certainly want to make sure that the, the bed, um, yeah. doesn't get too scratched up before that. So a, a segment on bedlining and a segment on, <laughs> yep. yeah. On powder coating. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. A segment on fill up my gas tank. Please. <laughs> I need yeah. some tint. I'm going to put some like new uh, de- a, little, a couple like decals on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I really love, I don't know if you saw uh, Ford did this like retro-y um, uh, maybe it's called like the picture. free, it's called the Bronco Sport Freewheeling. Oh, and they oh I think I saw these, this. I saw at the Detroit Auto Show and they put the coolest retro color graphics oh, on yes. a Bronco yeah. Sport. And like a sundowner looks, graphics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It right? looks so cool. And I was like, can they, I need them. Oh my gosh. I need them to make that. Yes. For my Maverick. Yeah. I want it so bad. It looks so cool. Yeah. And and I would be like, hey, Ford, can I buy those wheels? <laughs> right. Or actually, it would probably still look cool with the white powder coat. I think so. Yeah. Too. I think it's still look good with the powder coat. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, gosh. A, no, so no. Good. It's A plus choice. Yeah. Fantastic. I yeah. should mention what color I got the yeah. I got the Maverick in. I got it in um Atlas Blue. Yeah. Which is um one of their lighter blue colors. Well, it's not it's really not light blue. It's just like lighter than a, a dark blue. Yeah. Yeah. It's right? Acura and like Honda makes a color like this that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um and so this is kind of close to that and I think we drove an Integra blue. in that color. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's pretty close to my dearly departed Saab Viggen that was uh, mm-hmm. light and blue. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love like a lighter blue car. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I love that truck so much. Yeah. Also, I do want to call out one thing from your, just from seeing your stuff on Twitter. How does it feel to be the world's most sane Nissan Altima driver? <laughs> it's a low it bar feels, to clear. It feels amazing, you know, because I, I will defend a Nissan Altima to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Or maybe just pre, pre-2007 Nissan Altimas. Okay, uh, right. Like, I love that car. It okay. has no business being as fun as it is. Okay. So, and the kind of interesting thing, so I, I've got the Jeep Wrangler, but I've also have a 2006 Nissan Altima. It's got 190,000 miles on it. It was a car that my dad bought 
mm-hmm. new. I think I saw the loan for it because when we were, um, he didn't have the le- the the title with the lease release, mm-hmm. lien release, sorry. <clears throat> and so I saw the loan, it was like $18,000. So, uh, so decently equipped. Yeah. Uh, it has like power seats and stuff and power locks. Um, but anyway, so um, this is a car my dad drove for a couple of years, put a bunch of miles on it because he drove a lot. Got passed around to everybody when they started to learn how to drive. As so ultimates I, do. Yeah. So I drove it for about two, like a, over a year, maybe a year and a half before I ended up getting the Jeep. And then the Ultima got passed around and around. <laughs> and it's been at like, I have like step siblings had it. Like it was really just making the rounds until somebody was like, I don't need it anymore. And it went back to my dad. And okay. I was like, this Maverick has taken forever. Like, uh, <laughs> I have no idea when it's going to be here. And this was a couple months ago, maybe like five months ago, before I even had like a build date or anything. And I was like, Dad, I'll take it off your hands uh, for a couple months until I get my Maverick. Because I was just tired of putting so many miles on the Jeep. Yeah. It's getting up there. It's 160000 That's I a am, lot. I am kind of looking at resale value in that case. I really was like... I. I'm on track to get over 170,000 uh, this year, and I did not want that. Anyway, so Ultima came to me, and it has been so much fun. <laughs> I, like it, it's it's super powerful. The transmission is terrible. It's an automatic transmission. I think it's a four speed. Mm-hmm. It's it's god awful. Which, well, you know, hindsight is 2020. But if you drove that car. They switched over to the CVT, I think, in 2007, the next model year. Okay. Yeah, there's a reason why they did that. Right. Didn't work out for Nissan so well. <laughs> but that four-speed automatic is awful. Okay. But it's yeah. fun. Well, and I think that was, I think 2000, that like shift, that big, because that was a big jump, right? When the, between the six and seven, is that when they did like Yeah, the that's big, the new generation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was that generation. The 2007 one is when they started going after like fleet sales and stuff and really like kind of Nissan kind of went a little bit. And like, you know, it's, it's super powerful. It's got like 170 horsepower, which is like, it's, and it's very light. So it has no business being that powerful, but, um, you know, I get, I get why like they completely changed it. Like it needed to be more efficient. It's not very efficient. It was getting like 28 miles per gallon on, on its best day when I used to drive it. Now it gets like 24 because it has an engine light on, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's got 190,000 miles on it, but it's better than the 17 I get in my Jeep. So it'll um, never die though. Yeah. Yeah, the hey, Ultima well, will stay. Like, yeah. I feel like that era was like peak Nissan. I had an, an, an M45 from 2006. And I like it was, it's like peak Nissan Infinity in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's a good car. It's aged really well. I would say even the interior, like the build quality of it. Oh, okay. Like the materials in it. I was, I, I just get it and I'm shocked. I'm like, I kind of like the way these seats feel better than a lot of other cars I get into these days. You know, they're like cloth seats, you know, nothing fancy, but there was just like, I don't know, maybe like 15, 20 years ago, they just built cars a little bit differently. Right. There was not quite as much skimping Mm -hmm. as there is um, on materials, especially materials that you're like touching all the time. Yeah, That's kind of where like Hyundai Kia are very good at. Mm hmm. 
Totally. And I, I think people forget because Nissan has been so terrible for so long <laughs> that like, like early that era of Nissan, like they built really good cars. Oh, yeah. like I, I drove a, a Sentra SER from like mm. the early two thousands. Yeah. And that thing was awesome. Like it was, it was pretty nice inside. Like it was cheap, but it was nice, you know? And now they're just cheap and cheap. Yeah. They're kind of trying to make their way back into mm-hmm. that, like offering a little bit of a better quality than um, some of their competitors and, and a little bit more options at more of that bargain price. They're like slowly but surely like redeeming themselves. I think with the Pathfinder that I drove um, uh, probably last year, I felt like they were on, they're on a path to get a little bit you know, to, to make leeway back into what they used to be. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I miss the brand. Like it, Nissan has always had a special place in my heart. Yeah, for sure. I hope the bad, the bad materials were smuggled out of the country with Carlos goes in, in the piano case. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. All of those plans. Yes. Uh-huh. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the, so I think, oh, so go ahead. Well, the other nostalgia kind of thing that I wanted to hook into is another thing that people who follow you on Twitter will be familiar with, um, is that you have been rewatching the television series Moonlighting. And <laughs> yeah. like, I, I haven't seen it since it was on the air. So I am anticipating, like eagerly anticipating rewatching it. I've only seen the first like five minutes of it. And then my parents would like shove me out of the room. Yeah. It was not appropriate for no. you at the time. It yeah. was barely appropriate for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I, I just wanted to talk through like a little bit of like kind of going back to those o- older TV shows as automotive enthusiasts, as television enthusiasts. Like what have been some kind of your standout experiences or, or like, like what has made you enjoy the hobby of television watching, like from that era? Oh, I, I mean the like um, behind the scenes and like, no, like the production aspect of it really interests me because okay. television specifically at that time was, um, I hate using the word primitive, but it was kind of primitive right they don't they don't have it's like you watch you watch stranger things now right oh my god we could have even like 15 years ago you would have never imagined a television show that had such a production quality like a movie production quality television was always could never ever ever meet that standard no matter how hard they tried and moonlighting out of everything tried very hard yeah. they wanted that to be a movie every 45 minutes a week. They wanted that to be a mini movie. And that also like bit them in the end because they could never produce enough episodes <laughs> of the show. Right, um, right. They were constantly in reruns, but yeah, the, the production aspect of it, like really analyzing it and seeing how did they do this? How did they do that? Um, that is, and specifically with Moonlighting, like they really they had like these insane chase scenes that i'm thinking like how on earth did they <laughs> film this right right like the, like in the i think it's the first like the first episode like when maddie is like she's hanging off like a this clock tower and they're doing some pretty insane stunts um for a show in in 1985 it was it, it it's it's it was cool it's just cool to watch 
Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm glad it's finally back on streaming. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. I finished. Um, I couldn't yeah. help myself. I just, just ran right through it. And <laughs> I was like, I finished it like last week and I, I, I just was thinking about it all week. I just couldn't stop thinking. I almost have to rewatch it again. Okay. I, I need to just go over all of it all over again. No, I love that. I love that. Yeah. No, it, like, um, yeah, it, the, it, it's just so nice that like, we're able to enjoy that stuff, like through these new lenses. Right. And like, I don't know, like it, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm really, uh, I, I love that. Like you were tweeting your watch along and stuff like that. It was awesome. It was awesome. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, it's, it's so great to see that stuff in new light and, and enjoy it now. Like, yeah, I don't know. I well, specifically moonlighting too is is I, i'd heard of it but i because i mean i was non-existent during that time and um really unless you live during that time you probably didn't hear of moonlighting um it's a show that should be in like the history books like it should yeah. be up with some of like the top shows that you can remember from that era. Like the Cosby show was, was going on at the same time, right? Why is it not in that same vein? And it's because like the show faded away into irrelevance because of all the issues that it had surrounding it. Um, and so like, to, and that part of it is really, really intriguing to me. I could probably, I'll, I'll probably, I need to do like a seven part video series <laughs> on like moonlighting. What went wrong? Yeah. There was a, yeah. is it, was it really cursed? Blah, blah, blah. You know, something like that. Well, right. and the other, but the other reputation of it, like historically, cause it was basically like invented the idea of like prestige television, right? Like, mm -hmm. like mad men and all that stuff like traces all the way back to yeah. moonlighting and that didn't really have like a good like template before that right right um and i've actually never seen it but like i just know about it by reputation because of that that like that um sort of reputation of being like oh this is like a fancy tv <laughs> yeah and, and you watch it and you can, and like you get that vibe and they mm -hmm. do like, and they're so meta about it too. That's hilarious. They're, they're so meta about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do want to go back and watch it because I, I've never seen it. And for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, this is an era, like you were mentioning, not, not only was there like a huge disparity in like production values between like television and movies, but like television folks were like looked down upon yeah actors yes. yeah you yeah. could be yeah you couldn't be a movie actor and a tv actor. right yeah. yeah yeah and like you know sopranos. the Clooney hadn't happened yet <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah like er sopranos like all that kind of stuff like mm -hmm. really removed that barrier but like people used to really shit on st on tv yeah. actors and stuff well yeah. and and it's interesting too because bruce willis at the time who started moonlighting he was unknown but sybil shepherd was a movie star and she sure. had been in big movies mm -hmm. and she was in taxi driver. Um, so for her, like this could have been career suicide going, moving into television. Like this could have yeah. ruined right? her career yet. It was one of the most popular shows on TV for about five years. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm into, I'm e eager to rewatch it. For yeah. Sure. I've only ever seen the, like I said, the opening credits. And then my parents were like, you are a toddler. Why are you? It, I was, it was, it's interesting. Cause I even thought I was like, 
it's kind of racy for being on television, even in the 80s. Like they got away with some very interesting stuff. I think you guys will you'll enjoy your, uh, watching it again. Nice. 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 Yeah. Um, so we have a game for you uh, on the show. Uh, we play a couple games. So uh, one is FMK Cars. Ian, would you mind describing FMK Cars to Jessica? It is the game we play on the show based on the classic game of Fuck, Mary Kill, but we play it with cars instead of people because we're nice. And uh, <laughs> F means you drive it for a day. M means you marry it. It's a new daily driver. And K means you you crush it. It goes it goes to the crusher. So, All right. So I have three cars with a television twist for you. And so we'll need you to FMK. So we'll give you all three and then you can decide. So first one um, uh, is a... Do you want uh, me to type? Oh, yeah, sure. Look at Ian. Production. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, First one is on the Moonlighting Tip. It is a 1985 BMW 635. Yes. Right? The car from the show, right? Okay. In this mm-hmm. in this scenario, oh yeah, Ian reaching for the mouse. Yes, yeah. This podcast doesn't have enough touching, buddy. Oh, yeah, this, this is <laughs> this is the angle. This is the angle. Here you go. <laughs> this you. is the angle that I prefer. Like the oh, that profile, right? oh, the shark nose. So good, right? Yeah. Uh, mm. With your 1985 BMW 635, uh, you have Alice Beasley as your assistant. So for anybody who doesn't know the secretary from the show, Alice Beasley, a hilarious like voiceover, uh, an insanely accomplished voiceover actress. Um, Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing actor, period. Right. Um, But she's your assistant. So she will be uh, she can dictate texts for you or, you know, like fire off texts, emails, handle calls for you while you're driving your BMW. I'm hoping some rhymes as well. A hundred percent rhymes. As many as you want. Yeah, there's a rhyme dial on the dash that you can just turn up. Yes, yeah. You guys have to watch Moonlighting. Yes, yes. Uh, so up next, uh, you. Uh, what year again did Motor Week premiere? 1981. Okay, in this uh, scenario, you have a 1981 Ford Escort. Okay. That was the first car I think we ever tested. You're exactly right. That is the yeah. first car you ever tested on Motor Week in a wonderful beige brown something. That's glorious. Mm. Here we go. Yep. That's that <laughs> looks like it. Yeah. I watched oh, wow. that retro review today. Majestic. Yes. Oh wow. Or, or the episode. I watched the first episode yeah. on, on YouTube today. Yes. Um in the do you know what the most watched television show was in 1981? No. The MASH? Uh, close, uh, one that it was my, still, I think my mother's favorite television show, Dallas. I have seen more episodes of Dallas than I have probably any other show. I've been to South Fork Ranch in Texas. Yeah. It's actually a lot smaller than it looks on the intro of the TV. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like you get there and it's like, oh, it's just kind of a big house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, in this scenario, you have Patrick Duffy sitting a shotgun. Okay. Uh, Patrick Duffy is, uh, from everything I can tell on the internet, who knows what goes on uh, these days. You can never tell if somebody is terrible or not, right? Just by doing some searching. Sometimes you can, but I couldn't find anything terrible about Patrick Duffy. So I think it's good that he's riding with you. Okay. Uh, he's also a Buddhist. So you have very oh. Zen Buddhist mm. Patrick Duffy cruising along with you, helping you deal with traffic. Maybe, you know, like taking moments to breathe, 
distracting you from the of the of the escort as you yes. try to keep up with traffic. Yes, when a part falls off, he's able to fit it into the grand cosmos. Yes. Yes. Mm, okay. 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 All right. Then lastly, 1982, Ford premiered the Ranger pickup truck. It was Ooh. a they in 1982 they launched it for the 83 model year. So you're getting a 1982 Ford Ranger pickup truck. Mm. I think this is the correct color that scheme, is right? With the stripes. That is a very cool one. Right? I like Silver that red stripe. The, yeah, right? Yeah. So another show that premiered in 1982, Knight Rider. Oh. Mm. Okay. In this, in this scenario, you have a, an appropriately drunk David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a nicely drunk. A buzzed Hasselhoff. Yes. Not, a, <laughs> not something you have to manage. You know, like, <laughs> right? Is this going to be a problem? No. And he's, he's just, if you get hungry for a cheeseburger, he has one ready to go for you. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. There's That's your fantastic. There's your three kind oh, of scenarios. Wow. So okay. Wow, so wow. so to recap, those are the BMW with the with the assistant. Yep, Alice Beasley. Yep. yep. Ford Escort with a with a handsome passenger, handsome charming passenger, and a Ford Ranger with a drunk charming passenger. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who's big in Germany? Yeah. B- huge. <laughs> huge. Wow, that's a tough one. Um. Who? I think. I think I'm gonna have to f the ranger. Oh, with a with a slightly with drunk, Hasselhoff. adorably drunk Hasselhoff. Okay, I All think right. because. That thing is not going to be comfortable driving around all the time. There's no, no way, right? Does, would Hasselhoff, he's a big guy. Would he fit in that car? I, I don't know. I had a friend that was 6'5", and I'm 6'4", and he had a, a Ford Ranger of that era. And Really? I mean, we both we fit in that better than we fit in my 88 Nissan pickup truck. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So a scrunched Hasselhoff. <laughs> yes. <possibly. laughs> yes. Um, uh-huh. In in the Ranger, yeah, no, I think it would just be fun to tool around in. I yeah. think that that's my main thing. Like okay. that thing must just be like I'd probably have to like slam down on the throttle, but I'm sure it would just be like fun driving around town. Yeah, you know, plus if he gets sure. too drunk, you just put him in the back. There you yeah, go. exactly. And like we could do all sorts of stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Okay, problem solver. Yeah, well done, Ian. Right. Yeah, okay. I, and Mary, I mean, between the BMW and the Escort, I mean, come on, you got to pick the BMW. You got to pick the Beamer because that thing so looks so mean in the front. Like right? that body kit on it is so like, you're like, what on earth is it doing there? But it looks so cool. And then you kind of like walk around it and it's like, all right, this is like a gentleman's car. Like this is a rich man's car. Right. Uh, this is a this is the coolest coupe, um, and then yeah, you get to the the back and you're like, man, that's a good looking car. Right. And they mentioned in the show it was like fifty thousand dollars at the time. And if that's you crazy. do the if you Jeez. do the um, inflation calculator, that's like a hundred and forty thousand dollars today. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I could live with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm I'm definitely gonna have to marry the BMW. Okay, and then sadly Patrick Duffy is getting crushed 
but he'd be okay about it. He'd be looking forward to his next life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, the escort, I think there's a good reason we don't see any of these anymore on the road. You know? Yeah. I mean, I I genuinely don't believe I've ever seen that era Ford escort in person. Well, are you missing out? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I I have. I definitely the generation after, but I, I don't think I've seen that first gen. Yeah. I mean, Right. It's it's a cutie. It's a little yeah. cutie. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who really enjoyed their time with that Ford Escort. Or maybe there's a lot of people that didn't. Right. Um, but I think it I think I'm OK with killing it. Someone's got okay. one in plastic with like 20 miles on it. <laughs> yes. you, know you know, right. There's I like wonder if, I wonder if Ford Ford must have one. Ford must. Have they one. have to. They but have to. They I didn't scrap like it, it for parts <laughs> or, or sell it for scrap. Yeah. It was to say, did it live the 40 plus years that, you know, yeah. like yeah. Lots, a lot has happened since then. How bad do you want to go to bring a trailer right now and look for Ford Escorts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want to do it, that's okay. Yeah, that's no, okay. I was going to, I was going to go back to the BMW because I think you picked, I think you did extremely well with your choices here. Uh, that is exactly what I would do yeah. because this BMW is a top five all time car for me. Like I, have been obsessed with these for years. They're just so ungodly expensive they're, still. Well, they're not. I mean, like when you think about bring a trailer and cars and bids and the prices that you see some, some cars go for, mm-hmm. this car isn't doesn't go for like that much um, considering oh. like, I mean, I think it, I, I, you know, and I think I saw some auctions where it was like under, you get one, I mean, kind of higher mileage for like under $20,000. Like to me, that's not crazy expensive for an older car kept in nice condition. Yeah. Because, you know, when people are searching for cars like that, it's because they want that car. Right. That specific car. They're not looking for a car in a budget. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, you're not. They know that, you know, obviously you're not going to get, there's no car now for like $5,000. It just like doesn't exist anymore. I think if you can get like what you're looking for, for like under 20 grand to me, that True. feels, that feels a little bit like a deal. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a good yeah. point. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. Like to think that we've lived through the time of like, like 5,000 or $3,000, like Nissan 240 S, uh, 13 oh, yeah. 14 chassis, like. You know, like stuff like that, like uh, Toyota 4Runners for three or four thousand dollars. Like, yeah, cars that like people were just like, I want to get rid of. Yeah, and now it's like, I'm, I I know what I got. I know, yeah, exactly. The one, the one that blows my mind all the time is the Grand Wagoneer. Like, oh yeah, because those were those were like sub thousand dollar cars for a long time, Uh, and now they are insane. Like. $40,000, $50,000 Forty, fifty thousand dollars is like not uncommon. I mean, to tie it back to nostalgia, like this is the bad side of nostalgia because those yeah, cars yeah. suck. Like <laughs> the Grand Buccaneers <laughs> suck. Yeah, they're not good yeah. cars. Yeah. yeah. My um, one of my bosses had a Wagoneer. I don't know, like an eighty-three or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he restored it a little bit. He basically fixed it up, but that thing was not fun to ride in. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was cold. It was loud. It was bumpy. It's a tractor. I mean, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they look cool. They sure look cool. Yeah, they I do. know. Um, yeah, I have. There's one in my neighborhood actually, um, and it's like an original owner. Like, ooh. it's just their car. And I, I always want to just tell him like, you should cash out. Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. for real. Like, get something low. nicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, those right? things with no rust, oh my God, yeah, they I, go for insane amounts of money. Yeah, and we're in Colorado, so there's not a lot of rust, so yeah, yep. probably okay. You could mm-hmm. get four Ford Mavericks for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like having a grip of redundant vehicles. That's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. No. Hey, there's people who do that, that they yeah? like have yeah. two of something oh, or I mean, three I, of the same car. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a recovering Saab addict or you know mm-hmm. Saab owner. I've had two Saabs at once, you know. So yeah, you had one working Saab though. Well, when you have two Saabs at once, you only have one working Saab. <laughs> <Right. Okay. laughs> Just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was not a recreational second no. Saab. It no. was a <laughs> necessary uh-huh. backstop. Yeah, yeah, an organ donor Saab. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, ah, nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Um, could we, do you, do you have time for one more game? Sure. Okay. All okay. right. So we play another game on the show. It's a license plate game. Oh uh, yeah. I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Like highlights magazine style. We're going to match the plate to the car. Um, and Dave's going to pull it up. Yeah. This one, not really tied to what we talked about today at all. It was just one that, uh, seemed to go together. Well, we're going to go, yeah. this one is called Vin Diesel voice. It's all about family. Dot PNG. Dot okay. PNG. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Ian made us a, a most. And uh, Dave has not seen this. Yeah. So you guys are on a team. You're going to be playing together. Yeah. Okay. 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 And we can have differing opinions at the end of it. If nope, not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I default to Jessica's opinion. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So here we go. Vin Diesel voice. It's all about family.png. Okay. Here we go. All right. So we have a baby blue Ford Fusion. Is that the? Yep. I believe so. All right. We've got a silver Subaru Legacy sedan Mm. and then a a white Geo Tracker. Boy, yeah. You don't see those too often nowadays. Okay. And then, yeah, Jessica, do you want to read the license plates? We got four mom with four and spelled M-O-M. We've got crazy G-Paw. That's spelled C-R-Z-Y-G-P-A. So crazy grandpa. And we've got love dad. L-O-V dad. Mm. Yeah. Now I would recommend doing some zoomies and enhances because there's one detail in particular that I'm excited for you guys to uncover. Okay. All right. This is tricky. Yeah. We're coming in on the Ford Fusion here. The baby Mm. blue Ford Fusion. All right. So we have a, we have a. Oh, it's a hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an early, like. That's the first gen, right? First oh, gen yeah. fusion yeah, hybrid. Good catch. Okay. And then there's a, like a commercial decal on the side. What does that say, Ian? It something says something garage. garage, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we've got a, uh, another, another little decal at the bottom left of the trunk. I believe that's a dealer v- decal. Oh, that's just the dealer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I- I would also like to call out that potentially the back lock has been punched out because I assume that <laughs> corroded with water damage mm. or something like that, right? I yeah. didn't notice that. Good, good catch. Yeah. But I mean, look at it. Like, yeah, to Jessica's point, like it is the hybrid. It's got parking sensors. Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah. I think okay. this car was actually very well equipped, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I feel like Ford actually, this was actually a decent car. Okay. I could be yeah. wrong, but I feel like somebody mentioned to me recently about how some of those, uh, some of these technologies like Ford was putting them in, in a lot of their even like baser cars uh, huh. okay. around this time period. Yeah. And this first gen fusion, this would have been 
what early mid 2000s right like because mm-hmm. when the, that facelift yeah. one was like 2010s era i think the, so the aston martin front yeah. yeah yeah okay all right that's interesting yeah ah then we have the subaru with an alaska plate and a sticker that says no pebble mine Pe- no pebble mine i don't know what a pebble mine is uh yeah. would you use them it's a mine for pebbles <laughs> it's what this is exactly what it sounds like uh, I've never. It heard was of a, so I I took this picture and there was signs about this uh, around this part of Alaska that I was in, and they were going to put in a pebble mine and people were upset about it. Oh, okay, yeah. But literally, it's like mining for pebbles that you would use in like landscaping or something. I think. Oh, okay. right, right, right. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. The one thing I always love seeing on a car is the blanked out second exhaust yeah. where the dual exhaust would go on other models. Mm-hmm. Just that plastic snap. That's <laughs> so yeah, sad. Yeah. yeah. There, there's, a, there's a factory line worker that was just wanting to snap that out, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it kills them every time that w- one of them goes through. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't spend the extra. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. There's a pinstripe on this too. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So oh, that's nice. Right? Getting a little fabouche on their I legacy. Miss, I miss when they used to do the pinstriping. I love a do nice you? pinstripe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I feel like your Maverick would take to like just a very like minimal like pinstripe very well. Oh, yeah. Like you a know. white like a, or a mm-hmm. gray or something. Mm-hmm. Perfect oh, yeah. segment for the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Custom pit strike. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And then lastly, we've got the tracker. Okay. Mm. All right. The, the top's a little worse for wear. It's got some rust, but I mean, it's a geo tracker that happens. And then there's a, a funky license plate frame. So this is what I was talking about. So the, the license plate frame, if you can't tell, uh, is bedazzled mostly okay but then has red like pumps uh, oh heels, those are the shoes heels. they're they're big heels oh okay. yeah yeah gotcha mm, okay so Which tacky I, I love i've it. never seen that before <laughs> i've never seen that license plate holder before yeah yeah no, I, I don't think i can't i don't know the last time i saw a geo tracker yeah right true yeah. I and Jessica, I am I the automotive hill that I will die on is that you have to have a license plate frame. Like I, for some reason, I don't know why. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense like, to me at all. Oh wow! I, I would I would put the red heeled bedazzled license plate frame on my cars before I rolled no plate. The Pep Boys have children wow. to feed. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I must spend a dollar fifty at Pet Boys, otherwise your car is incomplete. I don't, I don't share this view. <laughs> I say I'm, I'm kind of a license plate hold, like uh, I'm a little bit of a hater of the uh, holders. Oh, like of the frames, okay. the frames. Sorry, yeah, okay. I'm. I don't like them when they block pertinent sure. information. Sure, sure. But yeah. I, you know, I think they're funny sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I love, yeah. I love the Ohotes. Um, I love terrible cars. One I've been, I've yeah. wanted to put one on the Altima. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I've been wanting to do one. I don't have three good ones yet, but I want to do like the inverse of this game, which is the license plate is unblocked, but just the frame <laughs> is blocked out <laughs> to match the frame with the car, which I think would be. Yes. Too, yeah. yeah. Yes. Nice. Nice. And then <laughs> instead of words, it's just like four different kinds of bedazzling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This so, is hard. Yeah. This yeah. is a hard one. I, I will f- freely admit this is a difficult one. Yeah. Are you getting any like gut instincts on this? 
I I don't know why I want to say that the 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 legacy is the crazy grandpa. Okay. Okay. And I think maybe it's because my grandpa was a huge Subaru guy and bought like five Outbacks in a row. Oh wow. Um, and that I think that that's that's the vibe I'm going with for there. Okay. Yeah. And like Alaska, like it's not like normal people live there. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It draws a certain crowd. Also, in like, if it, if that legacy is crazy grandpa, like for me, like I, in my old man sedan, I have Werther's like ready to go because mm. I am, you know, yeah, I'm an old man at heart. Right. Like, what would crazy grandpa have? Like, would he just throw like bullion cubes out the window at children or something? Like, what, what would crazy grandpa give out? I like yeah. bullion cubes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Just pelting kids with potatoes or something. I'm hoping to get some bullion on <laughs> Halloween this year. Yeah. 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 What, okay. what are you thinking? Do you, do you share that view or did one of them, one of the others speak to you? I like crazy grandpa on the, yeah. on the Subaru. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. And then I'm really trying to pin down what would be on the geo tracker. Would it be for mom or love dad? What's the, I mean, yeah. There's like two ways you could go with this. You right? could be like the for mom is the heels because like this is mom's car and right. she's got the heels or like love dad. Yeah. I love my heels. dad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm a daddy's maybe. girl. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, so maybe I'm going with the four mom on the geo tracker. Just so that I'm, it's not weird. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to put some, make some logical connections. And that seems to be the most, um, the, the smartest one there. Okay. So then, so then love dad is on the fusion, which maybe he's just a hard working dad, you know, love, love, or maybe dad gave car to hardworking child. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> love, love dad. This is it's like a letter. So there's a there's a you're saying there's a comma in there. <laughs> I guess so. Love dad. Love, love dad. Child get card. Love <laughs> love father. <laughs> That's how he signed it. I mean it's like yeah, oh, right, right, outside. Right. Uh-huh. There it is. And you say, oh, who's it from? <laughs> love dad. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so that, okay. those are my guesses. Okay, I I think I will differ with you on the love okay. dad and four mom. I will okay. I will make it weird with the with the love dad on the tracker and the four mom on the fusion. Yeah, I can see the logic there. I think there's logic either way. For yeah, that. right. I yeah. think sometimes yeah, with this game, it really rewards trusting the vibes. Right, like yeah. when there's vibes. You're usually right, even if you don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah worst my, case scenario. Yeah. My logical brain is maybe overpowering it too much, but I'm interested to see yeah. what, what what the reality is. Right, I have bad news for both of you. Oh no, we got stuff wrong. We got stuff you wrong. Bastard. Okay, here's the so solution. Crazy grandpa. Crazy grandpa on the fusion for mom on the legacy mm-hmm. and love dad. Mm, oh well, boy. There's some things going on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My theory is on this, that, um, that the crazy grandpa, like nobody I've never seen. And cause I took this picture fairly recently. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a, that generation Ford fusion in that good a shape. Oh, like, I don't know. It's, it was super clean. Uh, and I just think this is just an older person who bought this new and just has had it. You know, that's yeah. a good point. Like this is probably a garage kept fusion. Mm-hmm. 
one of like, one yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's owned by a crazy grandpa yeah yeah yep i i do like the idea of the crazy grandpa having a dad rock band and it's called garage kept fusion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then and then yeah i love dad i mean there's all sorts of yeah. backstories that popped immediately into my head as soon as i saw that uh none of which were especially uplifting so i don't know you know <laughs> Yeah, this game, Ooh. this game often leaves more questions than it does answers. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I would just love to know the logic behind some of this. You know, I wish like when people had to fill out the forms mm-hmm. to request one of these, yes. like, give me the reason yep. why. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, I want to know why you chose that. We've talked like, about how this would be our, if we had a television show to pitch, it would be that one of us would be able to like bust through the ceiling SWAT team style at the DMV and just be like, explain yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I want to talk people out of their weird decisions at the DMV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you think this is telling people? Because I'm telling you, this is what everyone's going to, yeah, this is like just a, it's, we just live surrounded by Tobias Funke's. <laughs> yes. mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With a yeah. now ripist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it, It's it is the it is the automotive equivalent of a text message where you cannot get the tone. Right. Like. It, right. Yeah. 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 And, and, the, and like you talk to the person later and you're like, are you OK? And they're like, yeah, why? And you're like, well, you said this on the text. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, like, that's fine. You know? Yeah. When yeah. you recite it calmly everything's okay yeah Yeah. so you know but so basically now anytime i see one of these Mm -hmm. licensed but i'm just going to send it to you yeah yeah that way you can use it on your show like how how would how how would people how would people do that yeah absolutely thank you jessica for the tee up yes so if you see a vanity plate and you want us to play it on the show text it to 720-515-1391 or that's that's to go into my hopper, right? That's mm-hmm. if you want it to get it over to Ian, because Ian needs plates. I have so I have over seven hundred vanity plates in the hopper that people have sent us. Oh right? my gosh! Yeah, so, I have just over a hundred. But yeah. yeah, you can DM them DM them to us on Twitter, Apex Adjacent. Yep. Um, yeah, that'd be yeah, the best or one. Instagram. Yeah, either yeah. one. Yeah, it turns out there's a lot of freaking crazy people out there, and thankfully, yeah, people send them pictures. Yeah. Wow. Send us pictures of them. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. That's so there, awesome. So there you go. Yeah. Feel free to send as many plates as you would like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because crazy going to keep crazy in, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've we've had an amazing time with you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us, for telling us about the inner workings of Motor Week. It's fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug that you want to shout out? Yeah, give us um, give, give us the rundown. Sure. I mean, um, pretty much we're available to watch uh, full episodes um, on. You can go to our website, motorweek.org. You can find uh, full episodes there. Uh, we have like a whole watch Motor Week thing. Uh, our YouTube channel, which is just at Motor Week, which we post, gosh, uh, I don't know, like seven videos a week, something yeah. like that. It might be a car review, might be a first drive, maybe a retro review, maybe uh, some consumer reporting, um, stuff like that. We're also soon to be an expose on how to get your wheels powder coated. (laughs) 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll see me out there. I do I do a couple segments for the show. Um, I voice the quick spins too. So um you'll hear my voice on the show. Um download the PBS app. I should probably plug that. The PBS oh, app is awesome. Uh, I it's didn't know free. there was one. Okay. You can watch Motor Week for free on there and tons of other free content, you know, that's just not as Motor Week related, but also just PBS in general. Um and yeah, I mean, follow us on all of our socials. We're on threads. Um, nice. It's new. <laughs> I'm kind nice. of figuring out how to post on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're just, we're, there, there's never a downtime for us. So pretty much we have automotive content all the time, all year round. So just, you know, anything. We got, we got it. We got the latest. Whenever you need it, the latest, I like it. the retro stuff. I watched one about a Ford Merker XR4 Ti the mm-hmm. other day. Yeah, reclining rear seats. Did you know they had reclining I rear did seats? I know that. Yeah, yeah. I, you I, should, I do now, thanks to Motor Week. You should watch our review on the 1984, five, seven Buick Riviera. Okay. That has a touchscreen in it. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. There it yes. is. Yep. Right okay. there. Yes. That's it. So crazy. Nice. 1986 Buick Century T-Type and Riviera CRT. It literally had a touchscreen that you controlled. You. It wasn't just like there to be there. It like you could control fan speed. You could control all sorts of stuff. Um, and there crazy. are cars out there today. Like if there's still those, uh, Rivieras out there, they probably still have the original, uh, CRTs in them or yes. whatever. The two, two TVs. Yeah. 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 Right. Crazy. We yeah. have like, I think like, uh, there's definitely on probably like 600 videos or something in our retro review playlist. So if you're interested in old cars, yeah. just set, just pop, pop that thing on and just watch and you right. will learn about cars that you've seen, learn about cars that you've never even heard of and learn about cars that you have never seen because they just like don't exist anymore. Right. At least, at least not where I live in the Rust Belt. (laughs) They might exist in California and maybe they exist in Colorado, but they don't exist anywhere else. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, definitely follow you on Twitter. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll plug myself, Jessica Ray zero on Twitter and follow me there. I thank you guys so much for having me. I mean, this is really awesome. I love being able to like talk about my job and just share that with with people. And I think um, everybody's so interested in television and how it works. And while I don't want to give away all the secrets, it's always nice to give people a little inside peek into how stuff works. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, our pleasure. This was great. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Come back anytime you like. Yeah. We'll have you Absolutely. on for an hour uh, after we've both watched Moonlighting. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots to talk about there. Oh, yeah. 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 That'll uh-huh. be, that's a good idea. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you so much, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, send us stuff on, uh, on Twitter. We're also on uh, the blue sky yeah. and mm. um, apex adjacent at Gmail. Um, Jessica, thank you again. Everybody else, thank you. We love you. Goodbye.